Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now get uh, our good buddy uh, Joe Miller from uh, the Joe and Evo show out there in Madison uh, on the zone out there, a good affiliate. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Joe, how you doing, man? Hey, Billy, grab me some of that lemonade. I got a bottle of Tito's. Let's have a party, man, while the quarantine <laughs> thing's going. It should I be sponsored by Tito's. Let's go. Vodka lemonade yeah. sounds great. Hey, um, I uh, I was reading, and I don't know if you caught this, but I was reading last night uh, on USA Today. It's a, it's a story about the NBA, but really at the end of this thing, it talks about these doctors, these nationally um, renowned doctors that are saying that, you know, it, it, we should not allow fans back in arenas or stadiums until there is a mass-produced vaccine for the COVID-19 virus. And you can kind of understand that, but they're saying it's at least a year away. Can you imagine going through a year? First of all, I don't think college sports survive if indeed you have to go a year without fans because fans pay the gate when, when it comes to college sports. But do you can you just see all these different sports, including the NFL, without fans in the stands, or would you say scrap it and wait till 2020? Yeah, I mean, and I did – it's a great question, Bill, and I did see that article. And, you know, it's similar, you know, to a, you know what we're dealing with here in Madison. As You know, they're already starting to use – you know, the dangerous word of, you know, no football in the fall for, for Wisconsin and, and how could that go? And I, I think you said it. I mean, you know, especially here in Madison, I mean, you, heck, Bill, you've been to enough Badger Saturdays with us to see the, the money and the, the event that that is and to, to have a, a Badger Saturday without the Saturday part of all the fan experience. I just don't know how it would survive. I, I don't know either. I mean, I, you, you talk about sports being, the entertainment value, but there is a drastically needed economic side to this for so many bars, restaurants. I mean, hell, convenience stores that sell ice and coolers and, and sporting goods stores that sell the chairs. And I mean, there's so many things attached. Oh to yeah, the Bill, think sports. about this. For, you know, en- enough of the, the restaurants and, and bars that we've been at doing our pregame show. Most of them will tell you they make their year's worth of you know invent- income from those six or seven Badger Saturdays. And right. the rest of the year is where the profit comes. I mean, they they build their 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 you know their budgets for the year around Badger Saturdays. So I don't know how you know, for example, the places on Regent Street and Monroe Street stay in business without those six or seven paydays every fall. Um, wanted to ask you about. Uh, we'll we'll talk more locally and get back into the sports side of things. But for what's gone on uh, regarding the uh, the NFL post or the NFL off season with the with the Packers, give me your thoughts on what the Packers have done, whether you like it or don't like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I I wouldn't say I don't like it, but you know, when when Goody comes in in year one and just blows the door off it, and he all these big free agent signings, and then you get the Smith brothers last year and Amos, and I think everybody, Bill. I know around here thought there was going to be, oh, it's going to be that big superstar wide receiver, or it's going to be, you know, a big name. And I don't mind what they did. It's just, it's just kind of workmanlike. I think what it does, 
is it makes the draft way more important than I think last year. And it's not that, you know, Darnell Savage Jr. and some of the other guys they got were pretty good. But, when you know, when you have a Zadarius Smith, you can, you know, maybe miss on a pick or two in the draft. And I think what they did with free agency is just going to make it. You're going to have to go into that draft and get a couple of starters out of it. Um, I, I I know that with the NFL uh, draft right around the corner, the focus is on wide receiver. I'm looking at a lot of mock drafts that have taken place in the last couple of days. And with some of the higher-end wide receivers coming off the board, I see more and more mock drafts showing the Packers taking a tackle or taking a middle linebacker. Um, do you see them taking either in the first round, or do you think that they stick with their guns and it doesn't matter who's there, they're going after a wide receiver no matter what? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think once the Brian Bulaga signing happened, I think that kind of changed a lot of mock drafts. I mean, I, I, I'm one of those dorks, Bill, that like every time there's a new mock draft, I'm hitting refresh on my phone or laptop. So I've seen them all. And, yeah, up until three weeks ago, it was always wide receiver, wide receiver. And, you know, now with Bulaga gone, I think it's, you know, a 50-50 proposition, or as you said, with the inside linebacker, maybe third to third to third. Um, you know, it's, it's the heck we've been doing this for 20 years with, with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, right? It's the age old question. You give them more weapons or when you have two hall of fame quarterbacks, you give them anything and they'll be fine. Um, I, I mean, I would like wide receiver. I mean, heck Javon Walker, what are we talking 18 years ago since the last time they drafted a skill player in round one. So I, I think they're going to probably end up going that route. Although you're right. I think that, you know, the movement on, on, on tackle is, is really starting to pick up some speed here over the last couple of weeks. I uh, I like the fact that uh, if if you're going to take best available and it isn't the best available at the time a wide receiver, I don't mind if the Packers take a tackle. I don't mind if they take uh, an inside linebacker. I'm seeing more and more people that are thinking Patrick Queen, the linebacker out of LSU, is going to fall. If he's there, I'm grabbing a middle linebacker. I, that's an area that they haven't hit on. We know they picked up Oren Burks, and he hasn't really kind of blossomed. They keep going out and trying to fortify that position. Blake Martinez was good. He wasn't great. I keep calling him a solid, which is almost a dirty word in the NFL. But if you get a guy like Patrick Queen that falls, I, I'm grabbing him, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think he would be a great fit there. And, you know, um, you just you're not really sure at the position right i mean you, you bring in the, the guy from cleveland kirks he's you know he looks the part but he hasn't been very healthy and oren burks we don't even know what you have in that so yeah i mean i i, I would not rule out at 30 you know if, if there's a guy they like at inside linebacker to, to, to make that pick talking with joe miller of the joe and evo show out there in madison on our good affiliate the zone uh switching over to the nba now i know the nba the article you read is the same one i read the nba wants to come back they're not going to make any decisions till may uh i i can't imagine a, a more hollow feeling than if the nba would scrap this season i know they want to get it complete what do you think is fair yeah, man, we, we've had this debate a lot down here over the last month since, you know, I mean, what what just to tear your soul away would be as a Bucs fan, you get maybe the year of, of all time to, you know, be the number one seed, best record in the NBA and have the playoffs ripped away. So believe me, Bill, we as a Buck fans here in Madison uh, have gone through these scenarios. The one that I came up with, I think that had the most consistency from our talk show was to just pick up the playoffs, right, you know, based on the regular season. And I know they said they need three to four weeks of, like, a training camp. I, I just don't see a scenario if there's going to be a season. I think at this point that's a big if. But the only way to get in what's left of a season would, I think, be to just start it right up with the playoffs and maybe even start it up with an abbreviated playoffs, right, where you go 
best of three or best of fives early on. And uh, I think the only way we're going to see a Bucks playoff run is if they just go right into it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be difficult. I mean, a lot of the players don't want to do that. They want to at least get I, – I think what they were saying was if they started in, a, say, the third week of May, uh, that they get about two weeks worth of conditioning and basketball just practice. Then they go through a little more rigorous training camp for two more weeks and then start it up in the middle of June and then work themselves into September. You get October, November off, and then you're back at it to uh, start off the season in uh, December of this year, right around Christmas time. I think that's about the only way this works. But if they're not going to make a decision until May, isn't your drop dead date about June first? Well, right, and then you know the other part of that is you know I've been reading and hearing that at some point did they just flip the, the model going forward, and you know because if you do that, then you're cannibalizing you know the 2021 NBA season, and at some point when do you just make this and you know maybe the change becomes permanent where you know we always think about the unofficial start of the NBA season those Christmas Day games well maybe that becomes now like the official start of the NBA season and they just shift this thing back a couple of months. And instead of the NBA finals, you know, in May and early June, the NBA finals are in late June, early July, which I don't know that that's a bad thing. I mean, look, there's not many sports going on in June and July other than major league baseball. So ultimately maybe it becomes a good thing for the NBA, but yeah, I I can't imagine if, if they're not there in the next couple of weeks, you're going to see any sort of regular season and, and maybe even playoff basketball. What about baseball? You think there's baseball this year? I do. Um, you know, this whole playing it in Arizona thing and Florida thing, it's picking up a lot of speed, too. I think that's weird, but, I mean, we're in strange times, Bill. So, I mean, I don't think we're going to see anything close to a regular schedule. and I don't think it's going to look, you know, we're not going to have those Cub Brewer debates in, in late August that we're used to having. I think it's going to be a very different-looking baseball. But I do think at some point we'll see Brewer baseball. Uh, do you like the Brewers? Well, let me ask you this. The radical realignment ideas when they went with the Cactus League and the Grapefruit Leagues, uh, did you like that idea or not? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, at this point, I, I wouldn't say I don't like it, but I, I like the idea of sports at this point, you know what I mean? And I just think whatever we get, if it's the NBA, if it's Major League Baseball, if there's an abridged you know, college football, NFL season, I think it's just going to be the new norm for a while. I don't have to get used to it. And, you know, watching the Brewers play in Arizona Cactus League games, I mean, it's almost like a punchline to a joke. But, you know, if that's the trade-out you got to make to get some games this year, then uh, I'm willing to make the sacrifice, I suppose. Uh, going back out to Madison real quick, do you? what are your thoughts? Do you get a gut feeling one way or the other as to whether or not there's actually going to be games played this year via football? Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking college football? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think I'm getting. I, I would have never said that a couple of weeks ago, but you know, the, the the more ear to the ground stuff you're hearing, and you know, I know I'm sure you guys have talked about you know the spring athlete stuff, where Wisconsin basically said, you know, we're not going to bring you back in 2021, and I think I, I think behind the scenes they're kind of preparing that there's not going to be a, a football season or there's not going to be a full football season, which again is, is is scary and sad because I mean Badger Saturday, we Ebo and I talk about it all the time on our show. It should be a state holiday. I mean, you look at how right. many people are down there and just, you know, that that amount of people, the amount of business, the amount of stuff. I mean, heck, Bill, we've won it every year, you know, best college game day atmosphere in Madison, Wisconsin. And to think of not having it, it's, it's, it's a scad, sad, scary thought. But I think, you know, I think the UW put it this way. I think they're seriously considering that or preparing for that at this point. 
I hope we have uh, sports to talk about when it comes to college athletics, no doubt about it. Good stuff as always, my friends. Stay safe. Uh, say hi to our uh, buddy Ebo out there, and we will talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, let's uh, let's get one of those vodka lemonades one of these days when this is all over. Absolutely. We're going to need a bunch of them, no doubt. Uh, always good to talk to you, <laughs> Joe. We'll talk to you soon, pal. There you go. That's our buddy Joe Miller from out there, The Zone in Madison, and uh, host of the uh, co-host of the Joe and Ebo Show. They do a great job out there. Joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider Hiring Drivers. Uh, you know, right now, hey, uh, thanks, thank God we've got our good truck drivers that are out there that are delivering all the products and keeping the stores filled and, and still out there doing their jobs and bringing the goods and services to us because uh, we can't necessarily go get them as much or as often as we used to. So thanks uh, to all the truck drivers that are on the road right now that are doing their job and uh, keeping the country supplied with not only, uh, you know, things for the grocery stores, but for medical supplies as well and for all the drivers that are out there making deliveries, whether it's personal home deliveries or deliveries to major box stores. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, go to 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.